What's up, y'all? It's me, Randy Paddock. This is Rough Bastard Podcast number 22. Real quick before I get into things, you know the drill, ruffianstrength.com. Check it out. Everything you need to be a little bit better. So, I mean, this shit's for you. Do your fitness, change your lifestyle, change your habits for you. If you need some help, I'm there to help. That's all that it is, though. But people got to make the choices for themselves. So make a choice. And if you want some help, check out ruffianstrength.com and see what we offer. All right. Without further ado, let's jump into it. So this is something I've been thinking about a lot. And it's something I think many people think about. Um, And that's like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Am I doing this because I want to or for me? Or am I doing this because you know, it's what I'm supposed to do or what I think I'm supposed to do, or maybe what others want to do or want me to do. Um, so like how authentic am I being in my actions or how much of my life am I really in control of and living? And, you know, like I said, I fall into this trap. I think a lot of people do is sometimes if we're not paying that much attention, we kind of just do things because we think maybe that's what we're supposed to do or that's what we've been doing. And maybe we're scared to change or try something new or, Maybe our identity is attached to it or whatever. So I've been thinking about just doing you, right? Living life on your terms. And again, this doesn't mean like fucking YOLO, right? Or it doesn't mean, I think sometimes when people think of freedom or living life their own way or something, they can misconstrue it and it becomes like a get out of jail free card for becoming an asshole, you know, like. You know those people that are just complete dick faces to people and they're like, I'm just being honest. Well, fuck off, right? Like there's still a thing called tact and empathy and understanding people. So you might be giving an air quote honest answer, but you're delivering it like a schmuck and on purpose and hiding behind the fact of I'm keeping it real or I'm just being honest, you know? So this isn't that. And it's also not just being a selfish person and disregarding all the other human beings on planet Earth around you. I feel that you can live an authentic life. You can do you, do what you want to do without stepping on any toes. And that's how I try to live my life. And it's just something I've been refocusing on. So it was something I feel that maybe if I chatted about might help some folks that are kind of dealing with that dilemma or, you know, wanting to know some tips on how to figure shit out a little bit more. So I broke it up into a few different points. So let's talk about diet first. So diet, right? Like this is the biggest, I don't know, in my eyes, one of the biggest issues where people don't always do what's best for them, right? They, they do what's best for others. And I get it. Like that's what marketing is, is you see someone else with the result you want. So then you try said thing. Like that's why marketing works. That's how businesses generate business, but we're very individual and Our bodies are made up very individual and our, you know, genetics are different. How we handle certain foods is different. All of this. So you have to think about when it comes to diet, what works for you and what works for your body. More importantly, how does it feel? How does it perform? How does it digest? You know, health markers, whatever. Um, So obviously, you know, when it comes to gaining weight or losing weight, the number one thing to remember is calories are king, right? If you want to lose weight, be in a deficit. If you want to put on muscle, gain weight, be in a surplus. So that's a simple 
rule of thumb to remember. But the rest can be extremely, you know, unique to you. So, you know, maybe you see all these people that do the keto diet that look very lean and you're like, oh, I want to try that. But maybe your body just doesn't run that well off of a higher fat diet. You know, maybe you need those carbs. Maybe it makes your body function better, but you think carbs are the enemy because the keto people are telling you that and then your body's not running as efficiently as it could be or the best way it could be and you always kind of feel weird and you don't know why because you're not really thinking about what's good for you. So you have to understand that you have to experiment and try different things to really and pay attention, right? I think that's the biggest thing with with your diet, with your training, with your life in general is we don't really pay that much attention. So if we're not paying attention, how do we know what's working and what's not working? We're essentially just throwing shit on a wall and seeing what sticks. That's not a good game plan. So when it comes to your diet, it's trying different things. And when I talk about diet, I'm, I don't mean what most people think the classical term of diet is like a short term, whatever to lose weight. When I talk about diet, I talk about just your eating habits forever. And that's how I think everyone should think about diet is the focus of your diet might change. It might go into, um, you know, a deficit to lose some weight, it might go into a surplus to gain some weight, some muscle, it might stay, you know, the same to maintain, you know, whatever, whatever, but not looking at diet in the terms of dieting, which is, you know, I think has a negative connotation and people think restrictive, think whatever. So some rules of thumb, like I said, calories are king and then protein, you know, is right up there. So making sure you have adequate protein, you know, I'm not going to go into all the benefits of protein. If you don't know by now, just fucking Google benefits of protein and you'll see all the things that it does within our body. But most importantly, it helps us with our lean muscle mass, which is ultimately what everyone I think wants. And then after that, it's seeing how your body works, how it feels and how it performs. So maybe you try, you know, a heavier fat diet and then you let it play out for a little bit. Don't just do it for a couple of days. Do it for a couple of weeks, maybe a month. Have a food journal, like write down, you know, what you're consuming and how you're feeling. This is collecting data, right? If you feel good and your body's running good and your training's going well, then fuck it. Keep doing that. If not, maybe you change it up. Higher carb. Again, record the data, pay attention to what you're consuming and how it's making you feel. That's going to help you to figure out your personalized diet that you're going to be able to stick to forever. And that's how you successfully maintain your weight and manipulate it is something at, you know, compliance is the science, whatever you can ad adhere to. So if you're just eating a certain way because you think that's what you're supposed to or it's the new fad and your body's not feeling the best or running the best, you're not going to stick to it. So it doesn't fucking matter anyways. And that's kind of going to parlay into training. So with training, I don't know. I, I'm, I have a very open mind when it comes to training because in the realm of you know strength training, fitness, health, whatever you want to call it. There's so many different ways to, to reach the end road. So I think that anybody that 
is just stuck to one way. I mean, I think that's kind of suspect. I think that's kind of suspect with anything. You know, if, if people are very dug in the ground about a certain thing and don't have an open mind or aren't willing to listen to other sides, I think that's problematic in any case. But in training and the fitness realm and, you know, even to the diet realm, you'll see this more. People are really sticking to their guns. You know, it's part of their identity. I'm the keto guy. I'm the high carb guy. I'm the intermittent fasting guy. I'm the hit training guy. I'm the powerlifting guy. I'm the tactical functional guy, whatever, whatever, you know, and you know, in my opinion, if that's your identity and you're tied to it, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. So some ways that with training, I mean, obviously there's specificity. So if you're training for a certain competition, maybe, or something you're going to do, you have to be more specific to it. So if I'm going to be, you know, doing a powerlifting meet, I'm going to have to specifically train squat bench deadlift and things that are going to help improve my one rep max and squat bench deadlift. Just like if I'm training for a fucking marathon, I need to run long distances, right? Like ripping out heavy bench does not help me run the Chicago marathon just as running, you know, 13 miles on a Wednesday doesn't really help my one rep max with a deadlift. So those things aside, my philosophy, and I just felt weird just saying that, not my philosophy, my thoughts around training, you know, they're, they're kind of fluid and they always change a little bit. And what dictates the change is fun. I got to be having fun while I'm training. Yes, I think training when you're in the gym knocking shit out should be serious, right? Like you should have intention when you train. You should have a plan when you train. That's what training is, right? That's the difference between training and working out. If you're just working out, it's kind of going in, getting a pump, doing whatever. There, there, there could be really no rhyme or reason to it. When you're training, there's a plan with a destination. And again, it goes back into when I think of training, I think of having, you know, a training log, writing shit down, tracking my progression, collecting that data, paying attention, kind of back what I just was talking about when it comes to diet and writing down what you're consuming, how it makes you feel. I'm writing down during my training, what's going on. You know, I want to know what the weights are. I want to know what the reps are. I want to know what the rest time is so I can see if I'm progressing, if I'm moving towards my goal, if I'm getting better, all that stuff. Again, this is just data, but data can get boring. So I think that your training should go into What's fun for you at the time? So for instance, for me, these last, I mean, I've always been into different types of things. I like sports. I like being athletic. I like being very strong and maximal strength. I like being like testing my lungs. I like, you know, all different types of training I think have a place. I like doing, you know, yoga. I like doing mobility stuff. I like doing body weight stuff. I love powerlifting. I like doing CrossFit style stuff. I like doing, you know, trail running. I like, you know, just a plethora of different things. So if I like all this stuff and it's fun for me, why the fuck should I just get pigeonholed into doing one thing? That's stupid. That's not me living on my own terms, right? So I've been focusing the last couple of years, you know, strictly on powerlifting because 
I really enjoy it. I like lifting heavy and doing that. But at the same time, you know, powerlifting is fucking boring at times. You know, and you'll see people's posts and I don't I don't know. Again, I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm just like, I don't understand it when it comes to training. Because at the end of the day, this shit is hobby. You know what I mean? For most people, like an overwhelming majority, like lifting weights and doing things. It's something we're blessed to be able to do, but it's like a fucking hobby, you know? So why would I let a hobby like become unfun? You know, so like I'll see posts on the IG and things like that. It's like, uh, nothing special here. Just doing the work, just doing the grind, just doing it. Like what? Like fuck? Like why? You know, and especially if you're in like an off season, that's time to really make it fun and fucking change it up because it doesn't matter. And getting stronger in general is going to carry over. So I've been focusing on powerlifting, you know, the last three years or so. Um, taken out of the pandemic or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. I've In that time, I've competed like five times. I like competing. It's fun. I'm not saying I'm never going to compete again, but like powerlifting is just getting too boring for me, you know, a little bit just because I like so many interests. I like to test my body in different ways. So I'm changing it up a little bit, you know, and I think that's okay. So I'm working more on testing my capacity in different ways, my endurance, my lungs, um, my mobility, you know, more Olympic style lifting to go with the powerlifting. Plus, you know, like just testing my work capacity, my metabolic condition. That's fun to me because I haven't been doing that stuff in a while and it's fucking kicking my ass. And that's fun to me getting my ass kicked in the gym, a hard workout, hard training. Like that's fun for me. That makes me feel accomplished, makes me feel alive. And not saying doing the same old thing, like, you know, increasing your weight in the gym on your big three for powerlifting, that's cool as well. But like, I want to change up my movement patterns, my body patterns, like learn something new. So, you know, I change it. And that's fun for me. And if it's fun for you, you're going to show up more, especially if you're just starting out, like if you're dreading going to the gym or things aren't fun. And sometimes people with trainers, you know, as a trainer, they do this and it blows my mind. Like as a trainer, you're going to have a plan, but you should have a fucking open communication line with your client about what they like and what fun they're having and not make them do things because you think it's good for them. Because I want a positive correlation in their mind between the gym and them like I want them to like think oh this is fun look forward to go training to improving not like oh my god I wonder what bullshit I'm gonna have to do today or something I'm not gonna like so if a trainer if you have a trainer or if you are a trainer you don't communicate with your client you know and be able to change the game plan you have on a fly based on how they feel that day where their head's at or whatever then you know you got to end that relationship because if I'm like a powerlifting heavy guy and I'm training like gen pop I'm like all right we're fucking deadlifting today and someone's like scared of their warranted or not doesn't matter but they're scared of their back or they don't want to do it like i'm not going to make them do it you should be good enough to think okay i wanted a hinge movement what can i supplement instead of a deadlift that this person's still going to get what i wanted but they're going to enjoy it and have a positive correlation and keep coming back so they can get better that's you have to have that open mind with that it has to be fun because then people will keep coming back and then the habit can be created. It takes time to create that habit. 
So you have to do that for yourself and you have to do that for your clients if you're a trainer and you have to understand that's like how human psychology works. And with your training, you got to have progress, right? You, you want to train, not just work out. Don't throw shit at the wall like we talked about earlier. Pay attention. That's going to be a reoccurring theme in this stuff because if you're really paying attention to your life, you can stop every now and then and ask yourself, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I doing this? And if you don't have a really good answer, you need to do some introspection and see, you know, am I really in control or am I doing what I think I'm supposed to do, right? Because if I have um, an identity tied to my training again, which is wild, what's going to happen if I'm not that guy, right? If I have in my Instagram bio power lifter and then someone sees me, you know, swimming or running or doing a CrossFit workout or something like people are going to put in the comments, what the fuck? Da, 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 da. Like that's crazy. Like if you're afraid to try new things because, you know, you're pigeonholed into a certain thing or your identity is attached to it, that's fucking nuts. So I'm a big fan when people who you think are a specific way try new things and, and, and show it and aren't afraid to do it. It's cool, right? Like, like it or not, you know, you see people like Steffi Cohen or something like that, world record, multiple world record held in powerlifting, and then she gets in and she's like changing up and doing a bunch of boxing. Like that's cool. And you can see the fun she's having and it's okay to change it up. You know, that's just an example that's popping in my head because, you know, obviously huge following, but like you should feel free to do that. Why is your identity attached to your training style, your diet. Like, are you that fucking boring? And I get it. It's important to you as it should be. What you consume, how you train, it should be important to you. But like, think about like having an identity crisis, right? Let's say you're the powerlifter guy. Let's say you're the CrossFit guy. Let's say you're the, you know, endurance guy, whatever. What happens if you get in injured and you can't do that anymore? Like, what's your next step? What's your plan? Like, you might fall into some depression because your identity is now lost. This happens to people all the time. You know, maybe it's like pro athletes after they're done with their sports. Like, fuck, that's all I've been for, you know, X amount of years. Who am I now? You know, soldiers coming back or, or leaving the military. Like, well, who am I now? So you might as well be happy and do what you want to do and not get pigeonholed in things. And I understand also everything's fucking selling everything these days and it's a fucking marketing game. So like if you're the keto guy and your whole business is based around that, and then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? Maybe keto isn't good for everybody. Maybe you should eat some carbs. You're fucked, right? Your whole brand goes out the window. So you, you pigeonhole yourself to make a dollar. Now you're fucking stuck. Or and it, it could be at a lesser extent. It could be that you're just that person that blabs to your fucking friends about something. This is the only way, da-da-da. And then when you change it, you're going to get your balls busted. Maybe you're scared of that, so you're afraid to change up. All this is fucking stupid. It's letting other people dictate how you're living your life and you doing what you want to do. I say fuck that. So an easy way to keep yourself out of that is you never like never dive in on something and hold your guns to it. Because things are going to change, your, your style is going to change, your tastes are going to change, literally and figuratively, you know, so like, don't pigeonhole yourself, like, have a different identity, an identity that's worthwhile, right?
or people put on their fucking shit. I fucking, I mean, I'm guilty of it. I have coach, you know, when you could pick what you are on your Instagram handle, I should probably take that off just because those things are so stupid, you know, but it's like public figure, da da da. Like, what? Fuck off. Everyone's a public figure. And you walk outside and someone sees you, boom, you're a public figure right? Entrepreneur, blah, 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 blah. So I understand it. We're given these tools of things that we are on to, for vanity, for likes, or for business to pick an identity of what we are. And fuck that. You know, I'm the mobility guy. I'm the this, I'm the that. That's all good if you still love it. But if you're just doing it because that's your air quote brand or whatever, then I don't know. You're not living on your own terms. And, and I don't like that. And that kind of trickles into life. Right? Who gives a fuck what others are doing? Like we waste so much time worrying about what other people are doing or what other people are thinking of us. You know, we waste so much time, you know, and this is a different talk for a different time, but on social media, like being voyeurs, looking at other people's lives, comparing ourselves. Oh, cool. Oh, this guy's, and we compare ourselves without knowing everything about like people that like are our age or are similar, right? If I would have done that, I'd have been fucked. Me and LeBron James are the same age. So when he was 18, he was making millions in the M and the NBA, dunking on motherfuckers and doing shit. When I was 18, I was waking up drunk in gutters, you know, fucking missing a shoe. So if comparison if I was comparing myself to that, I should have probably jumped off a fucking bridge, right? Because I was very, 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 very low compared to LeBron James. But we do this to ourselves and create this like self-imposed prison of we're not worth shit because we're comparing ourselves. And again, not thinking about when people put stuff on social media, they're putting the best light, the best this and that. Man, look at that person's physique. Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe they were in an extreme calorie deficit for however long doing whatever hydration cut for, you know, this day of shooting with the lighting, the makeup, whatever. And now we're comparing ourselves to that like on a normal Tuesday when we wake up, it's not very realistic. You know what I'm saying? Like we're just creeping on people, you know? And so we're wasting this time when we should be, you know, engaging in real life, living, doing things we want to do, because at the end of the day, this could be it. No one knows. You know, you think about like the Stoics, memento morum or whatever the fuck it is, you know, and you're going to die, right? So not in a morbid way where you have to be scared of death at every moment, but thinking, cool, what if this is the last time I'm doing this? And if you kind of put some weight on your actions and how you're living, that might help you to make some decisions on doing things on your terms. And it's funny too, because we like movies, we like books, we like, you know, you know, different figures of people that kind of do things their own way and we like admire it, yet we won't do it when we have the power to do it at any time. And when you're doing that and you're doing things in your own terms, how you want to do it, you'll find others that are doing that and you kind of create, you know, a network of folks of a tribe of people with the same kind of mindset and that's fucking cool as opposed to just maybe hanging around the same people that are your friends or you think you're friends or whatever. And you might be very different and not have that much in common or you might not be living your most authentic lives together and just, you know, this could go into a relationship as well and you're staying together, staying friends or staying whatever because that's what you're supposed to do or that's what you've done when maybe it's like, good, maybe this isn't a fit anymore. 
you know, we had a good run, but maybe it's time to to change it up a little bit because again, your mindset might change, your taste may change, how you think may change, which is okay. We're evolving beings. And sometimes it's not going to jive with someone that you might have had things in common with earlier. And I think that's okay. It's like there doesn't have to be – for relationships or things to end, there doesn't have to be malice. There doesn't have to be spite. It could just end. And that's fine. But you want to be around people that are doing what they want to do, that have a mindset the same way you do because you're going to be able to flourish as your authentic self doing what you want to do if you're around other people. I hate to say the term. like You don't want to be around like fake people that are doing things for likes or doing things for like a, like a self-image. Like You don't want that, at least in my opinion. So you got to start with yourself. You got to be the best version of you. Do the best you can being you if you want to be worth a shit for anybody else. And this is in terms of people at work, your peers, your relationships, your family, your friends, whomever. Like if you want to be able to fulfill these relationships, these roles, these duties to your best capacity, you have to be truthful to yourself and be in who you want to be, doing what you want to do so you can feel fantastic to be able to do this shit. You know, I, I I mean, I try not to speak in cliches, but, you know, I end up coming back to them sometimes because they're a cliche for a reason. But fucking, like, it's that air mask quote. Like, if a plane's going down and the, the air masks drop down, you have to put yours on first before you can help anyone else. So think about that. What are you doing to do you as opposed to hating on what other people are doing or criticizing? Like, don't fucking throw stones. Hopefully, you know, maybe I'm a little optimistic, but I think everybody's just out there, hopefully just living, trying to do the best that they can. Who the fuck are we to say that that's not the right way to do things or whatever? I think sometimes we're so afraid to work on ourselves and see what we need to be doing or we're bummed that we're not doing what we want to do. So we see people that are or are trying new things or doing something different out of the mold than they're supposed to that we're like, fuck this guy and or talk shit on him or try to bring him down or whatever. And I think that's complete and utter pussy bullshit. Like, fuck off. Don't do that. Work on you. Do what you want to do. Don't hate someone because they're doing what they want to do. And you're like, oh, what the fuck? I thought you were this way. How dare you do this way? I thought you were blah, and now you're blah. Fuck you, you poser. You're fake, da-da-da. Are they? Or maybe they just being authentic to themselves because we can change. Our mind can change. That's part of being a fucking human in the human experience, you stupid asshole. But hey, what the fuck do I know? I just know this, man. You got to be free. You got to – and it's funny – we impose a lot of these chains and these restrictions on ourselves because we're, we're supposed to do this. Hey, if we look at what I'm supposed to do, air quotes, and maybe things are changing, but I'm a 37-year-old guy. Like, hey, you need to be owning a house. You need to be married. You need to have a family. You need to have a steady career. You need to have a 401k. You need to have this. You need to do this. You need this. Fuck you. I don't. I need to do what makes me happy to be alive. Right? I need to do what makes me feel accomplished. I need to do what makes me be able to look in the mirror and be like, you know what, Randy, you're done good, kid. You're done good. And so do you. Don't do shit because you think you're supposed to. 
Don't diet away because that's what your favorite whatever does. Don't train away because that's what you're pigeonholed to do. Spice it up. Have fucking fun. Do things authentically that are going to be good for you individually. And when you take care of yourself individually and you're the best you are doing you individually, you're going to be better for the collective. And that's the fucking goal. Till next time, stay gold.